When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes! Yes! Welcome into another edition of the Tim McKernan Show, an enthusiastic version of the Tim McKernan Show here on the Inside STL Podcast Network. I'm your host, Timothy Michael McKernan, alongside the Sea Monster and on the phone lines. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program, Producer Joe. Hello, Producer Joe. You're enthusiastic because you hit a lock last week. I did. I hit a lock. But... <laughs> I don't think that's the story of last week. The story of last week is that you went shipping as you picked all six of our common games correctly. Uh, you didn't hit your lock, but you went 6-0 and oh by picking Georgia over Oklahoma, Roll Tide over Clemson, the 49ers, the Falcons, the Titans, and the Bengals to go 6-0 and oh and improve your record to, at this point, the story is your victory more so than my failure because my record isn't horrible on the overall. It's bad, but it's 46%. That's not necessarily that terrible. It's not good. It's just not that terrible, 46% against the spread. You're now at 53% against the spread, and that's pretty damn good. My lock of the weeks at 6-12, and 12, atrocious, but that's only 18 games of the 133 that we have picked. So... A tip of the cap to you. I think I'm mathematically eliminated. And I also think this, Producer Joe, I don't think it's fair, nor do I think it's right, for me to hear what you're going to pick and then just go the opposite. That's not fair. And also, as I was thinking about it, now, I would have picked the Panthers over the Falcons anyway last week, but I would have picked the Titans over the Jaguars. And what was the other one? I think I still would have taken the Ravens over the Bengals. I don't know, but I was just taking the opposite of you just to try and catch up. And that's not fair. That's just, that's not the way it is. I'm so far behind anyway. And, and then that penalizes you for going first. So I was thinking about it and I just don't think it's fair. So there's my opening statement here on uh, today's edition of picking and groaning. Uh, dude, I don't, it doesn't bother me one way or the other. Yeah, but it's, it's principle. You know, I mean, I know, but I mean, so I'm, so I'm going to give my honest picks. I can't, I don't think I can catch you anyway. And it, it, but, but either way, just to be able to pick like, oh, well you're picking whatever and I'll pick the opposite just so I can catch. Well, then I'm not really picking games, you know? So what's the point? Uh, so that, that's my, my thought process. So anyway, I'll go first this week. 
Uh, I've already got them typed in. I suppose the Seamaster will be able to see them as it is. But anyway, uh, we have uh, Georgia-Alabama, the national championship game, and then the four wild card games, and then locks is what we have. Producer Joe is uh, 65 and 58 this year. That's 52.8% against the spread. I am 57 and 66, 46.3% against the spread. Uh, still, our locks are terrible. Eight and ten. You're eight and ten. I'm six and twelve, which has got to be historic. I can't imagine for as many years as you were horrible at locks, ever being thirty three percent. Because I would have made fun of it over and over again. And there's no way it ever got as bad as thirty three percent. So uh, karma has has come back and and sodomized me. Mm, you know, I. But uh, you remember back to last week's too that uh, I loved Penn State. I loved uh, Penn State. They should have won that. Uh, I texted you. They should have won that game by 30. I, I changed my pick just so that you and I didn't have the same lot going in for it, and I ended up losing. Um, so it goes. No big deal. But, uh, no, I loved that Penn State game last week. Loved it. And I, I loved my lock this week, too, actually. Uh, I actually am high on my lock, and I think it'll be a contrarian play, so we'll see, especially with not a whole lot to choose from. Uh, we are broadcasting. I'm broadcasting. Joe's on the phone, but I'm broadcasting with the Seamaster from our podcast studios, which are the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. You would think everyone by now would have refinanced, but they haven't. And I was talking to Ryan. I asked him, why haven't people? Re- Is there a reason? Is there something that I'm not aware of? Because it seems like it's kind of an obvious play. And he said one of the biggest reasons people don't refinance is because they don't think their home will appraise high enough. Well, home values are skyrocketing, Jack. So maybe even if you have tried it in the past and your house didn't appraise, it will now. Plus, Ryan Kelly closes loans all the time without an appraisal. See for yourself. Just try it. What do you have to lose? Go to thehomeloanexpert.com. He is the studio sponsor of the Tim McKernan Show here on the Inside STL Podcast Network. Well, Producer Joe, I already assume I know where you're going on this one, so I assume I'm opposite anyway. And I was just telling the Seamaster before we uh, we started the show, I'm really kind of coin flippy on the national championship game. But when it gets down to it, and my reasoning actually is the health of Alabama, um, which was a strength going into the Clemson game, and now a question mark going into the Georgia game. The number is Alabama minus three and a half. I am going to go with Roll Todd. And my reasoning is I still think, even with the health situation, that that defense is in just such a smothering mode that they will be able to, relatively speaking, contain Georgia. I don't think they'll do nearly as good of a job as they did against Clemson, but that's because Georgia's offense is uh, so much better than Clemson's from my standpoint. So... I, I, I'm 50-50 on it, but when it's all said and done, I will lay the three and a half, and I will take Roll Todd. I can't imagine you're going against your Georgia Bulldogs. I'm nope. on Roll Todd. Uh, I think Georgia wins outright, so I love getting a field goal and a hook. Um, I uh, I hate to say that I was wrong uh, about the Georgia-Oklahoma game. I, I, I just knew Georgia was going to be able to run the ball. Uh, I wasn't expecting them to be averaging 18 and 19 and 20 yards a carry into the third quarter, which then went against what I saw is, is taking place in the game, that they chew up clock, they pick up first downs, move the chains, and just do the same thing over and over again, not just bust out long runs and, 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 and falling behind, they still were able to run the ball. Um, I do think Georgia will be able to run the ball against Alabama. Uh, I don't think it's going to be high-scoring, uh, so I will love getting the three and a half points. I think it's going to be a very close game, and 
I think Georgia is going to win. And how about this? You might actually have a college football national championship taking place in the home state uh, of one of the teams, and then the Super Bowl actually taking place. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that with Minnesota. Yeah. In the same year. In the same year. Uh, I, I just think the atmosphere is going to be awesome. Uh, obviously, Bama fans will travel really well, and Georgia fans are right there already. Um, but I, I, I just think this is Georgia's game. Um, I wanted Alabama – I was texting with somebody uh, during the uh, during uh, the Iron Bowl and said that I'd be more comfortable with Alabama than I would be with Auburn and Georgia playing Auburn again at that point. That uh, there's just something about you. You know what you're going to get from Alabama, and I, I feel more comfortable with Alabama than I do with Clemson for Georgia in this standpoint. This Clemson is just kind of a a different team for me. I you know what you're going to get. And I feel comfortable with it, and uh, I love the dogs. I uh, don't feel passionately about Alabama, but I'm going to go with Roll Todd. Titans at Chiefs, as we have Wild Card Weekend, you go from the thrilling Rose Bowl and seeing Alabama-Clemson Part 3 and then this national championship game. And to show the drop-off, you have Titans, Chiefs, Bills, Jaguars on the AFC side. The Chiefs are laying nine points. As I said, I will go first this week. Uh, I am going to take the Titans... And the nine points, uh, from a confidence standpoint, to give our audience an illustration, is if anybody is rolling with me, uh, I wouldn't consider this real high. The Chiefs have played better lately, uh, but I, I like the nine points, and um, and I'll be hoping that I, I can cover with the nine points. That's my uh, perspective. Plus, I don't think the Chiefs have won a playoff game at home. Am I wrong on that? Since like '93, uh, I thought I saw a statistic on that. It was Joe Montana. I couldn't believe that. I could be wrong, but either way, the Chiefs have had their problems in the playoffs, and they had high expectations. I don't think Kansas City fans have super high expectations this year. I think most people just kind of assume you're going to see the Patriots and Steelers in a couple weeks. But for this weekend, where everybody gets to kind of jack around, uh, I'm certain they would expect to win, considering they're a huge favorite. I will take the Titans and the nine. Uh, I'm on the Titans and the nine as well, and just ah. so you're aware. I took a picture of my sheet uh, a little while back and sent it to the Sea Monster just so that. Oh, I don't. Look. I don't sweat that. I, I, no. I, I, yeah, but just so you're aware, um, I don't think the Titans are very good. But I, I, you know, the Chiefs are. We've talked about the Chiefs as much as we've talked about probably any other NFL team this year. Um, that nine points is just a whole lot in a playoff game. I think uh, the Chiefs had a long stretch where they hadn't won any postseason games at all. And wasn't it a couple of years ago that that crazy game against the Colts where they came back? Uh, I think that one was on the road in Indianapolis, so they won that game there. Um, so yeah, the idea of them winning a home playoff game is is quite foreign to them. Um, and then you know it, it's one of those streaks, along with the fact that no quarterback that played inside the Big Twelve Conference has ever won a playoff game. Um, and I don't think that will change this year just based on the teams that are in the postseason that I don't believe there are any actual Big 12 quarterbacks in the playoffs this year. So that streak will live to see another year. Uh, give me the nine points. I don't think the Titans are very good, but they're good enough to cover you know, a, you know almost ten points in this game. The Fighting Rammy at home Saturday night and against the Atlanta Falcons. The Rams are minus seven. I think, you know, I was wrong on the Falcons last week, and then you take a look at what Atlanta has done. 
minus one game here over the last, I don't know, X amount of games. Uh, they're trending up. They're healthy. Uh, and yeah, Devontae Freeman. Uh, it was, what's his status for this? I was under the impression he was playing. Are you giving me intel that's going to make me change my mind? No, I'm not going to go that far, but they did activate, I believe, a running back uh, from their practice squad. He practiced yesterday. He practiced yesterday. I I know, but there's still questions that, like I said, they they activated a practice squad guy to the 53 because they dropped somebody else. Um, So it does worry me a little bit there. Uh, I'm going to take the Falcons and the seven. Uh, Also, from a confidence standpoint, I wouldn't jump up and down about this one. I, I don't. I don't expect the Rams to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Uh, my reason for that, however, is the uh, the two sitting out there beyond this weekend, and that would be the Saints and the Vikings. Uh, but based on the fact that the Falcons are trending up, um, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if they beat the Rams this weekend. So to get seven points, uh, I shall take it. Uh, give me the Falcons. <laughs> uh, I like them in this game. I, uh, the Rams aren't very good at home, um, which is quite remarkable. But when other teams are getting to come in there and, and bring their fans, uh, I will take in what one game separates these two teams over the course of the year too. That uh, is that right? That the Falcons won le- one less game than the Rams did. That uh, I, I I feel fairly confident that they'll be able to cover the touchdown and I like them outright that uh, I'm excited actually for this game on, on Saturday evening. I love that it's a Saturday night game too. Um, and uh, I, I it, it, it'll bring me great joy to see the Rams get knocked out of the playoffs relatively quickly, especially at home. Uh, it'll bring me greater joy watching the Falcons do it. Yeah. I, I, I obviously will be pulling hard for the, uh, the Falcons. Um, seven points is a large amount of points, and um, I just don't. I, I just I, when it gets down to it, I just think that there are two teams, the NFC, who are clearly head and shoulders above the rest, and and uh, one of them's off this week, and one of them we'll get to here momentarily. Please support the sponsors. When it gets down to it, it is a business, and James Carlton of the James Carlton Agency is one that I ask you to support because I know this: everybody's got to have insurance. So if you got to do it, do it with somebody who not only is a supporter of the show, but also somebody who receives awards for the caliber of service he and his staff provide at the James Carlton Agency. James Carlton, a state farm agent. 90% of homeowners in Missouri escrow their premium with their mortgage and have no idea what they're paying or what they're covered for. Call James today to protect your biggest asset. In fact, go to his website right now and go check them out at carltoninsurance.net. Call James, 314-961-4800. Call James, and he very well can get you better coverage and start saving you money. In fact, he often can include $100,000 in life insurance without even increasing your payment. The switch is easy. They do all the paperwork for you. just takes one phone call or apply online at carltoninsurance.net. People do business with James because they like him and they trust him. He is local and he has established himself as one of the best in the business. James Carlton, State Farm, insurance agent. Bills at Jaguars, minus nine. Uh, another Jim Dandy in the AFC. Uh, I went on underdogs on Saturday. I'm going on favorites on Sunday. Jaguars, minus nine. I think this could be an old-fashioned 
shipping in the 24, 27 to three realm, especially with the McCoy question of Mark, uh, Buffalo. You love, so you love the Jags. I love the Jags. It's a, it's a confidence play. There is a confidence level on the Jaguars. Uh, I am on the bills actually. Ah, sweet. Points. Um, that, uh, and, and more because I, I expect Blake Bortles at some point is going to revert back to Blake Bortles you've seen before. And what better place to do it than in a home playoff game? Uh, and it will expedite the process of the offseason and Eli Manning becoming the quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, wow. Not only are you predicting the, the end of the Jaguars, you're predicting their quarterback, who's celebrating his birthday today, 37-year-old Eli Manning. Uh, and then our next game, Panthers, it's Saints. Saints minus 6.5. You know I'm super bullish and super bullish, pun, on the New Orleans Saints, and uh, I am on the Saints minus 6.5. My reasoning for it, outside of the fact that I just think the Saints are outstanding, uh, and is my Super Bowl representative pick for the NFC. Uh, if some people say oh, it's hard to beat a team three times in a row, and I would agree with that. The Saints' strength, however, is if a team has to throw into their secondary, and for whatever reason, well, health, and then just Christian McCaffrey isn't a great running running back. Uh, and then Jonathan Stewart, while well, he's had flashes, I mean, they they were Cameron Artis Payne last. I mean, they're, they're just all over the map with their backfield situation. Their injury report is deep already with seven players limited or did not practice on Wednesday. Um, and I expect the Saints to win this thing. Uh, and I'll lay the six and a half. Uh, I am laying the six and a half as well. Because ah. I just think yeah, this is another one that we're on the same. It's the only favorite I'm taking this week so far. Um, but it is... Uh, the Saints are just better. I, I, the Panthers, and they're fine. Um, I mean, when you bring three teams in out of the NFC South, uh, you realize how good the division actually is. Um, but for the same reason that I love the Falcons playing against a team outside of their division, I am going to take the team that led the way all division long, and that being the New Orleans Saints. And I, I, I just think they're a really good team. I worry about them in outdoor games, although their game seems to translate more this year than years past because of the weather, uh, that'll just be something we have to wait for in the following week, depending upon which uh, which team they end up playing. Assuming they remain healthy, and of course that's the variance for all of these, but assuming they remain healthy, I'm anxious to see if my feeling of knowledge on this team will be accurate or if it will be consistent with what I've been throughout the 2017-2018 picks and just be completely off the map. Because to me, it is so obvious that they are uh, in a different world than everybody in the NFC, with the exception of the Vikings. Um, and they might have to go through Minnesota in order to uh, to get there. But uh, that's, that's where I am on... Uh, on the final game of the week. And uh, my lock of the week, by the way, uh, is also in New Orleans, and I'm going under 48-and-a-half. I'm going under 48-and-a-half. I don't think Carolina's going to put up many points, and uh, I think one of the great edges right now in wagering is the misnomer that the Saints are still what the Saints were for, like, the past 10 years. Uh, they're not, even though they certainly put up and gave up points last week in the randomness that was week 18 or what week week 17 in the NFL week 18 in our picks uh but you know different program for most teams last week without playing for a whole lot minus a couple of those games that mattered for the playoffs 
Uh, I will uh, go under on the Saints. That's 48 and a half. I am under on the Saints. I am under on Georgia and Bama, 44 and a half. And uh, I think it's going to be a very, very close, slow, run the ball all game long. Clock doesn't really stop all that often. Um, What's the number you have on the under? 44 and a half. 44 and a half, Jack. Yep. But I do see a, uh, a couple of different teases if you want to, you know, kind of run some NFL games in with your college games where I would tease Georgia up, tease that total up, uh, and then lay some, uh, take the Falcons, get them up to 20, and get the Titans up to 22. I feel a, a really good 14, 13-pointer on that one. Yeah, I, I, I like that idea. I, 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 I'd be shocked if the Chiefs beat the Titans by 22. Not that I don't expect the Chiefs to necessarily win, but I just 22 yeah. seems high. At the same time, the Titans are just kind of this random team. Um so, yeah, if you could get that number up, that becomes even more attractive. Uh, so I'm on the same – How about, I don't think this has ever happened, but we're both on unders. Very sharp of yeah. us. We're both on unders. Yeah. Uh, you with Georgia, Alabama, and I'm on the under on these Saints and the Panthers. Uh, any soccer plays this weekend, Producer Joe, that, that I can bet no. on and, and start off my day no. by losing money? I had a three-game uh, soccer parlay the other morning. Thanks for uh, calling. I must not have been home. Uh, well, it was early, um, and I think if I were to send you the text of, hey, we're going to take Leicester over uh, Liverpool and then Manchester United in a three-game soccer parlay, you may have thought I was insane. Right. Um, but it did catapult me to a very good Monday of gambling, um, one of which the Liverpool game took until stoppage time that I had already given up on and hopped in the shower and came out and saw they won. But, no, it's an FA Cup weekend, and uh, some of the games actually start tomorrow. That, uh, no, on top of the regular rotation stuff, FA Cup weekends, when a lot of the bigger clubs are playing smaller clubs, it's awfully hard to predict. So I will not be playing any soccer, both out loud to you here and or texting you probably this weekend. All right. God bless America. Uh, Well, there it is. Picking and groaning. Uh, Producer Joe with a commanding lead. Potentially, I've already been mathematically eliminated. I certainly have to run the table. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's one thing if we're both like 48% and then you win by going 49% or I win by going 48 and you're 47 or whatever. 53% pretty good against the spread over the course of a season. That's for sure. 55% is what it's all about, that you're profitable if you're betting uh, equally on each game. So 53% is good. Both uh, of us are just dreadful on locks, but nobody has been more dreadful ever unlocks of the week than I have this year. So uh, take the over, I guess, is what I'm telling you on the Saints and Panthers if you want to be consistent. Although I'm coming off a heater with my Penn State play last weekend. Producer Joe, always enjoy it. Another edition of Picking and Groaning is in the books. Thank you so much. I will uh, will talk to you next week. There it is. Picking and Groaning here on the Inside STL Podcast Network from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. We'll see if we can set your weekend up if you are actually rolling with us. And at this point, I'd be really concerned if you were picking and groaning from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios here on the Inside STL Podcast Network.